Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. And today is our 261st devotional. And today we're also, we're looking at Athaliah, the mother um, that, <laughs> she was a terrible grandmother, the worst grandmother in all of scripture probably so um as we look at her and and try to take some lessons from her um you know this is just an interesting story uh we find her first mentioned in second kings chapter 8 verse 26 uh it tells that she was the daughter of omri who was the father of ahab now um it's interesting when we look at it so but i just wanted to point out first that's the first mention you see of her there is in second kings chapter 8 verse 26 in second kings chapter 11 verse 1 we find the story taking off with her and and the story is not really so much about her uh but what she started uh, we find in in verse 1 here second kings chapter 11 verse 1 it says and when Athaliah, the mother of Ahazah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal. And it just, it amazes me uh, when I start to look at her, how callous this lady was. So we're going to look at a few different aspects of her. Uh, first off, where did she come from? Well, uh, we've already mentioned this. Uh, in Second Kings chapter eight verse twenty six, we see that she came from. Uh, she was directly related to Ahab, um, whether she was his sister or his um, daughter. Uh, I'm not real sure on that. I can't say a hundred percent either way. Uh, but we know she was directly related. She could have been um, his sister. Uh, when it says she was the daughter of Omri, um, it could also be that she was the daughter because oftentimes it would use uh, people that were uh, children or grandchildren. It would say that their father was a certain person. And, and so they weren't quite so uh, direct in Bible times. We see that a couple of times in the lineage of Christ. But here with Athaliah, she was very closely related to uh, Ahab and Jezebel. And so where did she pick up her uh, her people skills from, you might say? Uh, she picked them up from Ahab and Jezebel. Where did she pick up her ideas of how to worship God? She picked them up from Ahab and Jezebel. Uh, she just, how did she learn how to act in the kingdom or in the uh, in the court? She learned that from Ahab and Jezebel. So um, this it's it's also interesting that uh, because Jezebel was the daughter of a king, she was the daughter uh, of the king north of Israel, um, and it, they brought in so many pagan ideas because of this. And Athaliah was exposed to all of that, uh, and, and she brought that into judah a place that was supposed to be totally set apart from that so that's where she came from uh 
It says there in verse 1 of chapter 11 that she destroyed all the siege royal. In other words, she killed them all. She killed everyone she could get her hands on that was siege royal. All the male babies she killed. Uh, maybe she killed all the, the daughters as well. We're not sure, but it says she killed all the siege royal. Um, these were her grandchildren. These were her relatives that she killed. She had no problem taking a little baby and dashing it against a wall or throwing it out the window or however she had to do it. She had no problem with it. She had no problem with letting somebody else kill these children. Um, she was just heartless that way. Um, it, it's interesting though that she didn't, she was a terrible grandmother because she didn't even know how many grandchildren she had because one of them escaped, uh, Joash. Uh, he was hit away. How old was he when he was hit away? Well, he was very small. Uh, within a few months, he was that small and they hid him away in the temple. <laughs> this is another bad thing about her. She never went into the temple or never went into the temple area. That's a place she avoided, it, it appears to me. So they knew they could hide the child in there and she wouldn't find it. Now, part of that is too, um, the chambers were just for the priests and the Levites and no one else was supposed to go in there. And so hiding a child in that area would have been perfect uh, because that was the priest's area, it wasn't the king's area. They were attached, but uh, you know, you can imagine if a child starts crying, uh, you probably could have heard it for a little ways, but um, you know, when you have a little bit of distance, you don't know if it's coming from down the, the hall or if it's coming from outside the window. Um, so that's something that she just didn't know all the, her grandchildren. Uh, she didn't pay attention to that. She wasn't a very good grandmother that way. And, and she, um, she just uh, had no regard though for human life, for her own family's life. She didn't mind cutting off uh, the name. She didn't mind being the last one in that line. That seems very short-sighted, seems very uh, uh, egotistical maybe even, uh, that she would be willing to sacrifice the next generations for her own personal happiness and her own uh, present uh, satisfaction. So what else can we see about her? Well, when, when they did reveal Joash and start to set him up as king, the youngest king in Israel at age six, when they did start to set him up, or age seven, I guess, when they did start to set him up, um, and she hears the noise, the tumult, she comes running in, and, well, first off, she was, um, it, it appears to me that she was swayed by the people uh, that sounds like our politicians nowadays. They, they take polls to see what the people think and, instead of what God thinks. Uh, she was paying attention to what the people thought. And that's what caused her to go into the temple. When she saw the king standing up at the, the side of the, the pillar there, she cried out, treason, treason. Now, that's like the, the 
pot calling the kettle black right there. Uh, who was the one that was the treasonous person? Uh, she had no claim on the throne, but she took it because she wanted it. And here she calls treason. Uh, she was guilty of that same sin, that same crime of treason. And because the priest, the high priest at that time, he said, take her out of this, uh, this place and slay her somewhere else. Um, she doesn't deserve to be slain here in this area. We don't want to defile the temple of God. So that's just the long and short of Athaliah's life. You don't catch a whole lot more about her life, but there are some things that I see that we can learn from her here. <clears throat> First off, uh, we need to be careful about who we allow into our families, into our associations, um, what kind of people we allow in. Uh, this whole problem started years before um, when Jeroboam uh, allowed his son to marry Athaliah. Um, this started when he started having uh, closer relationships with Ahab and Jezebel. And the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 9, it says this, Thou shalt not bow down thyself unto them. This is saying, Don't worship other gods. Don't bow that down thyself unto them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquities of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generations of them that hate me. We need to be very careful what we allow in as fathers because it tends to grow uh, in our families. And if we don't protect our families and guard them, uh, this will be allowed to grow. Uh, um, Jehoshaphat, the, the king, he seems to be the one that introduced Jezebel or uh, Athaliah into uh, Judah. And, and if he wouldn't have allowed her to come in, if he wouldn't have allowed his son to marry her, uh, they would have never had this problem. So that's the first thing that I see. We need to guard our families and watch out for those sins because they will, they will affect the next few generations. So the next thing that I see, we should value life. Duh. Uh, that seems to be a simple thing. I mean, you can go back to uh, the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not kill. Uh, thou shalt not commit murder. Uh, don't take life that you're not supposed to take. Um, you say, is there ever a time that you're supposed to take life? That's a whole nother podcast. We won't get into that this time, but um, we see that life is valuable. Why is it valuable? Well, first off, I would say it's valuable because we're created in the image of God. And, and to kill someone else is like uh, killing the image of God. You hate God so much you're willing to kill him. Uh, but we find in, in Psalm chapter 139, uh, verse 13 and 14, it says this, For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I was precious, uh, I, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. God knit us together in our mother's womb. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. Uh, life is a precious thing. And when we uh, don't value life, 
uh, it leads to disastrous places. It leads to terrible, terrible places when we don't value life. Uh, so we could go on and on about that, but we need to learn to value life as much as God values life. He loves life. What did Jesus say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. He is the only way to have life, and we need to value life. So the, the last thing that I want to point out here, we need to be careful because oftentimes we are guilty of the same sin that we see in others. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 3, now you've got to remember this is the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus has just said, Judge not that ye be not judged. Down in verse 3 it says, And why beholdest thou the moat that is in thy brother's eye, but canst not, uh, but considerest not the beam that is in thine own eye? Uh, the same, it might have been even from the same tree, uh, they've got a little moat, uh, a little splinter in their eye, and you have a big beam, uh, a piece of a tree sticking out of your eye. Why can't you see it? And oftentimes the problem that we have is that we see in other people more clearly the same sin that we have in our own life. And we're trying to point it out in them because we don't want people to see it in us. So that's what Jezebel, or that's what uh, Athaliah was doing here. She was the treasonous one. She was the traitor. She was the one that shouldn't have been there. Uh, and if she wouldn't have killed all these children, uh, one of them could have reigned and, and been in a good position, but she had to get rid of them. So um, God worked it all out for his honor and glory in the end, but what a lot of pain she caused in the kingdom there. And, and when we allow sin into our lives, when we don't take care of it quickly, uh, when we try to point out sin in others that we have in our own lives, when we don't value life, this is what happens in a society, in a family, in a kingdom. So I hope this is a, a, a good reminder to us, and I hope we can apply it to our lives. So thank you so much for joining with, and until the next time, auf Wiederhören.